peace of our Lord be with you. O oh, my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, would that I had died instead of you. O oh, Absalom, my son. As you may remember from your own reading of the Bible, those words from today's Old Testament lesson come at the close of several chapters of conflict and complexity for David and Absalom, father and son. If ever a relationship embodied and underscored the truth that the family which loves us most dearly, can wound us most deeply. It was the complex life of love and pain, pain and love, through which David and Absalom stumbled across nearly six chapters of 2 Samuel estranged from one another for five years in 2 Samuel chapters 13 and 14, at the conclusion of which they were briefly reconciled, after which in chapter 15, Absalom began to seek to usurp his father's throne a political insurrection which culminated in chapter 15 with a fierce military battle between Absalom's army and David's, which led to Absalom's death and David's lament. Oh, my son, Absalom, my son, my son, Absalom. If only I had died instead of you, O oh, Absalom, my son. All of which is a powerful picture of helpless love. David and Absalom, helpless to manage or control one another's choices and actions, but also helpless to love one another less and therefore helpless to distance themselves from the pain of one another's choices and actions which is often the way it is in our families, too. The story of David and Absalom in the Bible may seem utterly irrelevant to our lives because we don't go marching off to war against one another 
the way David and Absalom did. But our families, too, are complex and complicated, as was the family of David and Absalom. Not always the picture-perfect family which shows up in the perfect pictures we find in the mail every Christmas, but real families of every shape, kind, and configuration adjusting to changes, celebrating triumphs, and grieving losses in a generational web of helpless love. Sometimes the family which loves us most dearly, the same family which wounds us most deeply. All of which makes the simple, practical guidance of today's epistle lesson so important for all of us to embrace. A passage which begins in Ephesians 5.25 with an admonition for all of us to speak the truth to one another, and from there goes on to call upon us to be kind to one another, to be angry with one another without becoming bitter toward one another, to be tender with one another, to only say words which give grace to one another, and ultimately, to forgive one another as freely and fully as Christ has forgiven us, letting the love which has come down to us go out through us. A passage, by the way, which is not about families, but then so little of the New Testament is, the vast majority of the New Testament is not about life in families. It is about life in church. Even the 1 Corinthians passage we read so often at weddings is not about love in families. It is about love in church. But one of the great things about a lifetime spent in church is that in church we develop the practices and spiritual disciplines which are the necessary skills for life in our complex and complicated families. The skill, for example, of speaking the truth to one another, which will not allow us to talk about people in our families in their absence, in ways that we would never talk about people in our families in their presence. A wonderful practice and skill to develop. 
skills such as learning how to be angry without letting our anger harden into bitterness. Skills such as practicing kindness and being tender-hearted toward one another. And the skill of saying only those words which give grace to those who hear them. To live that way in a family sounds well nigh impossible. I mean, can you actually speak the truth to one another and only say words which give grace to those who hear them? Is it even possible to only speak the truth and only say words which give grace and healing to those who hear them? One imagines that it would be impossible were it not for the Holy Spirit. But because we have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God at work in our lives, it is actually possible, perhaps someday, for us to only speak the truth and only give grace and to fully forgive others, even those who have wounded us most deeply, as Christ has fully forgiven us. I don't know how we ever get there and we may not. Every time I've been to Macon, Georgia in the last 24 years since my dad died, I found my way to the cemetery where he's buried to do with my dad exactly what David did with Absalom in this morning's Old Testament lesson. Talk to his grave. I don't know what that means. And yes, I know he's not there. I understand that. But where else do you go to have the conversations that you didn't have this side of the grave, but the grave? To ask the forgiveness and to give the forgiveness that never happened in this life. Oh, my sisters and brothers, if we are in families, we are living in generational webs of helpless love. And while we may never get it as completely wrong as David and Absalom did, we are likely never to get it all just right either. All we can take care of is what we can take care of. Speaking the truth, being tender-hearted and kind toward one another, being gentle with one another, 
getting up every morning and practicing the skill of only saying words that give grace and healing to those who hear them. And letting the love which has come down to us go out through us, even to the people in our families. Amen. As we come to the close,